What's going on, guys? It is your boy TKD. Once you're here, back here on Pleasant Source, and this is, of course, Road to Ghosts of Shishima, the weekly podcast. I almost said Last of Us podcast. Yeah, no, the yeah. Weekly, I swear, I almost said Last of Us podcast. The weekly, the weekly podcast about any and all things Ghosts of Shishima, leading up to the release of Ghost of Shishima. It's coming up. We got like two weeks actually right now yeah yeah no it's been going by fast like march was super slow and then the rest of the year has just been flying by i I just can't dude july came up really quick oh yeah like it it doesn't even feel like july to me like i feel like i'm like still in may yeah july i don't know jewel j jewel may that was a really dumb joke with me of course my luxurious (laughs) co-host the arachnite how are you doing good sir um, unappreciated. I threw a joke and I don't think he caught it, and I'm sad about it. Wait, what was the joke? It's like, wait, I don't believe it's jo- July. Is like Julying. It's like never mind. Ah. One for Rack Knight, zero for TKD. What to do? What to do? What's happening? That was awful. How you doing? I, I'm doing. doing I'm doing well. Like I'm. I've been getting very comfortable with the whole mm. with the quarantine lifestyle like it's finally set in it's like this is the new normal honestly i want things to go back to normal of course but like yeah. i'm in the same boat like i'm i'm chilling yeah. i'm all right you know I'm just you know doing my thing you know like i have I, I was talking to my friends right and i was like all right like look like if there was a scenario where like you literally had to stay in your living space wherever that is like apartment house whatever if you if you had to stay in there for like whatever amount of time right and let's say you're allowed to go outside like but it still has to be your property so like for me for example i can go out to my porch on my apartment complex right right? but i can't like leave the maybe i will allow like all right you can stay within the confines of your apartment complex but not anywhere outside, right? If you're the house, you have to stay on the, you know, square footage perimeter of the house, right? Yeah. How long could you feasibly stay there and do that? You know, you have Uber Eats, you're disposable, so you can still get food, it's all good, no worries. Amazon, you know what I'm saying, it's all good, no worries. Um, you're allotted to have guests and visitors, but maybe we have some sort of cap on that, maybe like 10 at a time, I don't know, something like that, maybe nine, to uh, abide by social distancing. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? How long could you hold out in your living space? Uh, for like, if I still got money rolling in. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, if everything. Let's say is, like yeah. money's taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, money and food. I can get food and whatever. Oh, yeah. I could, I could stay here forever. Right. I mean, I could probably go a year. Yeah. No. Like, if if all the necessities are taken care of, like, honestly, I'm just vibing right now. Like. Yeah. I could be straight chilling. I, I think working out could be a little bit of an issue, but like I mean, my my complex is pretty. It's a, it's a sizable complex. So maybe I could just like you know create like a some sort of like path to do cardio on or whatever you know. And there's a gym yeah. at my apartment complex, so I can just utilize that. You know what I'm saying? I have a the uh, what's it called? The restraint um, ropes. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about those. Yeah, yeah. I, I could probably go a year. Then I'll probably start to lose it here and there, you know? I mean, like, I would still be doing YouTube and just still be streaming, you know? Like, I'll still be just doing my thing, you know? Road to whatever, you know? Yeah, but. you know what I was worried about with this hypothetical? 
What's that? Like, the first thing I thought is, like, how am I going to get pizza? Oh, bro. Uber Eats, say less, bro. Yeah, no. Like, it's like, right. can, it's like, if I could still have, like, food coming in, it's yeah. like, yeah, no, it's like, the first thing I was concerned about is, like, how am I going to get pizza? I'm trying to think. I mean, okay, the haircut situation would be an issue, but I would just pay my barber to, to come. come to me. Yeah. And just cut my hair and then leave. My you know mom cuts my hair, so I'm good. <laughs> GG. My dad used to cut my hair. That's funny. Yeah. What's up? Uh, at this point, though, I would never cheat on my barber ever. Like, that's not happening. You know? Oil. Oh, I am lo- Yo. That That's my... She cuts my hair. That's it. Nobody else will touch my hair except her. There we go. Love to see it. But in spite of all that... You been playing anything cool? Hey, you know, I'm looking over at my desk over there. Well, not, oh yeah, my other secondary desk. That's not really a desk. It's more of like a, more of like, I use it like a banister, even though in the apartment complex, it's supposed to be a desk space, you know? But it, it it's just not in the correct space. I have a much better desk over here on this side of the room. But I'm looking over to that side, and man, I still see that PSP there. What happened? <laughs> honestly, honestly, bro, just, just, DM me how much it costs for shipping. I am I am tired. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, let me just ship it out to you. It yeah. can't be that much. It's gotta be like what? How Ten. much is ship out PSP? Probably like ten. Hey, less than ten bucks. Ten bucks, <laughs> less than or equal to ten dollars. Hey Siri. No way. Hey Siri. Oh not okay. Not now you want to ignore me, huh? Okay. I see you. I see you. Interesting. Hey Siri. Wow, silent treatment. Okay, it's fine. All right. Did you say thank you last time you asked or something? I I always do. I did last night while I was searing my chicken. I asked her, hey, can you turn on a a 10 minute timer? She she said, absolutely. I said, thank you. Uh, uh, Hey, Siri. Yo, what happened? (laughs) Siri doesn't like me. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out later. (laughs) All right, I digress. What have you been playing, good sir? I have been playing a lot of Valorant. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've been playing a lot. Like since uh, The Last of Us, like um, the stream series is finished. I have finished personally. Like I'm just doing another playthrough of that, which I'll talk. I'll like touch on very quickly. A lot of Valorant, a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters, a mm-hmm. lot of Wolfenstein, and Metro Twenty. The Steam Summer Sale is like to condense it all. I bought a lot of games on the Steam Summer Sale. You gotta love it. Yeah, I love it. So, Beautiful. shout out to the Steam Summer Sale. It always hurts my wallet every year, but it's fine. <laughs> oh man, I've um, I've been, I'm still grinding out um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. A lot of things are progressing in the DLC. I got a wife. Open. I got a kid. Congrats. A lot of things were just, you know, you know, happen. Just, just, just a lot of things were happening. Uh, that's still going on, you know, very nicely. Um, I did get a Switch game that you can find my like full in-depth impressions on Joyclick's Gamescast, but it's called Ninjala for the Switch. It's a free-to-play. Um, it's kind of like an arena melee-based type of game. Um, that uh, it's 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 hard to explain. So like, there's like wall running and stuff like that, and like it's a very like cartoonish like. Fortnite-esque type of aesthetic to it, um, but you're a ninja, and you chew bubblegum, and the bubblegum can be shot at different ninjas as well. You can use the, you can use a big uh, bubblegum, you know, bubble to act as, like, a block. It's very, it's a very interesting game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I've been playing that, uh, and 
what else have I been playing? Hmm. Oh, okay. I guess one more thing I have been playing uh, is that. Do you have a Switch? I do. We have. Uh, okay. We've been talk we talked about uh, playing like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. 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 Have you tried Warface? Uh, I have. Not on the Switch though. On my computer. I'll tell you. I tried it on the PS4. You know, it is what it is. Whatever. You know, that was all right. Uh, but then I got it on the Switch. And I've long said that Call of Duty Mobile should be on the Switch as well. Yes. Like, I think they should have that free-to-play, you know, uh, Call of Duty title on the Switch. I see no reason as to why not to. You know, you get the controls. Everything seems like it should be on Switch, right? Yeah. It's not on Switch yet. It is what it is, right? But I tell you, Warface is a nice little supplement, if you will, to the lack of Call of Duty on Switch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not COD, but man kind of feels like it a yeah, little bit a little you know fun. just a it's like scratching that itch you know what i'm saying yeah now you're asking man kev you could just go and play modern warfare like why are you playing this cod clone per se not to not to discredit warface as a game of it doesn't course. feel like a cod clone it definitely doesn't it definitely doesn't i just mean like the like it just feels a little bit like cod which is not a bad thing at all and i guess cod clone is a bit demeaning um but it out man i was up at like 2 a.m saw my pro controller on my little side table picked it up lowered up warface like two in the morning had a blast super weird very very fun time and the good thing is that like so like i so i have a flat screen in my room as well right and i do have an hdmi cord that comes from my desk setup where my playstation 4 is at right and i have a like 50 foot HDMI cord that runs up to the TV if I ever want to play anything on that on that uh, you know nice 4K TV and stuff like that um, but it was 2 in the morning you know that's a lot of work yeah. I mean it's not a lot of work it's literally just switching an HDMI port on my switcher like it's not I have made it easy as possible <laughs> but the switch is just it, it, it was already connected you know so I was like screw it I'll just play some Warface it was fun good stuff I stuff. I have like an HDMI switch, so I can just like press a button and it'll go from my uh, from my PC to my PS4 to my Switch and to my dust collecting Xbox coast holder. Like honestly, I keep books and cups on that Xbox. So I'm gonna be real here. You hate to see it. You, you truly hate, hate to see hey, it. Hey, maybe uh, maybe Halo Infinite. You know, huh? Well, that comes out uh, on PC okay. too, so. Uh, I sleep. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, I, hey, I sleep. Wait, what type of Xbox is it? Xbox One. Just the one. Yeah, I I have the 360 and I have the one, and I I put I bought the whole console just for I was like oh all these cool exclusives like Dead Rising three. I was like I love Dead Rising, so I bought the Xbox One when I was like thirteen. It was my Christmas and birthday gift for two mm. years. I sacrificed thirteen and fourteen year old gifts for the yeah. xbox one and now it's just my now it's just hold my books that's so upsetting because i was thinking like when next gen happens of course i'm gonna get a ps5 that's, that's oh yeah yeah, right. no, yeah but um i have been thinking about getting either the like xbox lockhart the like all streaming rumored console that that's coming out or like an xbox one x or whatever or just honestly any xbox and just getting game pass with it i'm gonna keep it a buck with you What's up? Spend that money upgrading your PC, like get a gaming PC. Xbox Game Pass is on PC. 
I mean, yeah, but like you can hook up a PS, you can put hook up a PS4 (laughs) controller on your PC. It takes like five minutes. Yeah, but like (laughs) PC, like you know, drivers, you know, like updating a driver is takes five minutes and it does itself. (laughs) I'm just a Mac fanboy. I'm just a little piece of shit. you're listen i've i've had like literally every other friend be like kev just fucking give and just get a fucking pc and it's not gonna be that expensive you can get a really good pc for not that much money yeah no the money that you'd put in like that you'd buy an xbox for you can get like a decent amount of parts it won't be like like the bleeding edge but it'll still be very very serviceable like i would honestly love a pc just for streaming because like streaming on the mac is like is a i it's so bad you know i mean i have made it work right yeah but it takes a lot it's easy on the windows i know i know it is man (laughs) but like you know like the mouse i don't know i just you know (laughs) you could you could customize your windows it's so easy to (laughs) but i have thought about getting boot camp and having windows installed like a on my mac yeah, like but no, it, it, but it's just like the. It's, I know it's, it's a it's a it's a hardware limitation at that point. Like you can have the operating right. system, but it's a hardware thing. But speaking of incredible hardware, mm. the PS4 and seeing mm. what Ghost of Tsushima can do. Absolutely, absolutely. So you know, our past episode. Wow, we talked a lot. Damn, I almost forgot we were. We were. We, <laughs> damn, that's, that's I crazy. was like, I was like, yeah, I like fourteen minutes. What are we gonna stop talking I about completely- PCs? Yo, I want to see the first comment that's like, oh my god, you didn't get to topic. You know what? Honestly, it, if you're going to comment that below, yeah. if you're going to comment that below for this episode, I will accept it. We did talk for 14 minutes about absolutely nothing about Ghost of Tsushima. So. We did. We do. Wait, wait, have you been like timestamps and all that? <sighs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, you hate to see it. We're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna keep it going. You could, you could put like one timestamp as like zero to like fourteen or whatever. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's like, hey, we we talk about like just what we've been doing, like a very chill beginning. If you want to get straight to the game, here you go. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I should be a better, be a better uh, 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 description maker for sure. Uh, but you know, episode one, the development and marketing of Ghost of Tsushima. Episode two was the story and characters of Ghost of Tsushima. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Episode three was Ghost versus Samurai. Very fun one last week. Oh and yeah, that this, was that was fun. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. But this one, we're gonna be talking about the open world of Ghost of Tsushima, right? We're talking about the actual, you know, map and the stuff that's in it, and different ways that they're doing different things that you've probably heard of in other games but how they're making it a little bit different here for ghost of tsushima of course uh this game of course uh is like definitely focused on having a realism slant in this game so they're definitely tying that into a lot of the core mechanics of the gameplay as well within the map so i figured we might as well just dedicate an all episode just talking about the overall world because man you've seen this game running yes. on ps4 if you haven't it's likely on screen right now uh, if you're watching the if you're watching the video version, but this game is gorgeous. Oh yeah, this game is game is with a with a with, with a capital G gorgeous, right? And I think one of the most unique aspects of this game that actually got a lot of flack. Uh, 
I think, okay, so there are some sections here. We're probably going to go back and forth on reading them. I'll take the no waypoints and tiles first, and we'll just go, you know, from there. Um, but a big thing that this game got a lot of conversation about early on was their announcement of not having any waypoints in the game, right? So this is coming, us to, this is coming to us from Push Square. They say here, Sucker Punch wants you to drink. Wait, to drink? No, he's well. Says, no, well, oh. to drink in like it, it's an expression. It's like to really oh, take part. Yeah, take part. Mm. Mm. To to let it marinate, if you will. Okay, yes. Sucker Punch wants you to drink in the PlayStation 4 exclusive scenery, so it's doing away with irritating waypoints, hoping that you'll explore its open world naturally. The tidbit comes from courtesy of an official PlayStation Magazine preview, in which it claims that the Seattle-based developer wants you to, quote, use landmarks and your knowledge of the world, end quote, to navigate it. The publication continues, Sucker Punch, I mean, quote, Sucker Punch is no stranger to creating open worlds, but the fairly minimalist nature of the environments is a bit of a departure for the developer. Time in the story will pass as you explore with Tidal telling you how much time it's been since the invasion began. So I guess the main takeaways here are that like there will be no traditional waypoints, even though there is a waypoint that we will discuss later on. Uh, and just the overall, like, having this really cool, like, counting up system that's very similar to Days... Did you play Days Gone? I did. You did, right? Wait, yes. You said did? Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, how, like, it says, hey, it's been 860-whatever days, days gone. You know, like, since, since I guess, their world's, uh, you know, outbreak day, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, it sounds like a very similar thing is going to be happening here, but it's going to be marking how many days it's been since the Mongol invasion. So, did you have any, like, recoil when you heard that this game will have no waypoints because i know a lot of people were very uh intrigued by this you know in good and bad fashions but did you have a particular reaction to this news uh, i was worried because i appreciate waypoints because sometimes like i do get lost my sense of direction is awful like right so uh there's also like if, if it's one of those games where it's like every side quest is available as soon as you jump in mm. it's gonna take a while for me to get to the story <laughs> mm. it's like smokestack it's like oh that's the story st smokestack i'm gonna go the other way ah i see i see i see so it's like i'm gonna explore i'm gonna look around everything like the witcher 3 my mm. first playthrough with the, with the dlc included took 120 hours I didn't get to the, yeah. I didn't get to the story until like a good like sixty hours in. Sixty? I did everything. I collected everything. It's like oh, I have to go there for the story. It's like I have to go to Novaria. Mm. I'm gonna go back to Novigrad. See. You. Just a just a wandering nomad. Yeah. No, I was just doing everything. I was. I feel you. Doing it like it's like oh yeah, like kill this monster. And it's like okay. I'm I'm definitely like the type of player that is more focused on the golden path in open world games. Um, you know, while I also still like I still try to branch out, like especially you know when a game uh, makes you go out and do side subs to rank up stuff like that. You know, that's when I I enjoy that aspect. But I mainly save like all the side stuff for open world games till after I beat the main game, and I want to come back to it later. 
Oh yeah, yeah. My friend that's is what like I that. do. No, very yeah, also yeah. is in an area in The Witcher. That was Mass Effect, I think. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I personally do. Um, um, no, but I was. Oh yeah, you know you got you. No, not good. Oh, what I was gonna say is Outer Worlds. When I came out, my friend and I both bought it. He finished the the game in like a day and a a day and a half, and I hadn't even done anything in the story. Like I was Damn. just I had a uh, I was able to do whatever I wanted, so I did all of the side quests on all of the planets before even doing anything in the story. Mm. And I was like, all right, I'm literally way too powerful now, and every <laughs> fight is really boring. I am quite literally OP. I'm OP. OP. Like it's it's always fun in games. Like I was like, oh yeah, like this is supposed to be a tough fight, and then it ends in a few minutes because you did everything early. Mm. Mm. Unless you turn on enemy scaling, which you can do. So. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, at first I was a little bit concerned about waypoints not being in the game, you know. But like, I did know that like, okay. You can't just have no way of the player knowing of where to go, you know? So I was never, like, really that upset or that worried because I'm like, all right, like, there's, there is going to be some way that we'll know where to go, you know? Like, there's, like, there's, 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 there's no way the game is just not going to, you know, tell you where to go, you know? Or, like, you, you're not going to know what you have to do, you know? Uh, or at least find out in some way. Um, but before we get to how we will know where to go and different stuff like that, um, I do like the aspect of like counting the days up since it's been uh, since the Mongol invasion. I think it's super cool. Obviously, I feel like the game is going to, um, of course, maybe start off like maybe like the Mongol invasion will maybe start within the first like hour or so of the game. You know, like maybe there's some sort of, uh, you know, some scenes that we get before the mongol invasion you know because we have seen some stuff in the trailer of a young Jin being trained by his uncle and stuff like that so maybe we'll get a little bit of uh you know stuff before the invasion but the majority of the game will of course be played after the invasion and i think and like i think it's gonna be cool to have that counter count up and stuff like that yeah know? i think it's gonna be neat uh, i like this because i liked it a lot for days gone so oh yeah, yeah i liked it yeah. i um you know, speed runs will be funny Oh, like it'll be like, hey, yeah, I defeated them in like five days. Get fucked. It's, like, it's <laughs> been like it's been thirty minutes since the Mongols came, and they're already gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's been twenty-two minutes. <laughs> oh man! But why don't you tell us how we are going to know where to go in Ghost of Tsushima, if you will? And the majority of these notes are from my big like info breakdown of the state of play uh, from Ghost of Tsushima. If you missed that. That we check it out. I was able to conjure seventy-five things that were not that that were either mentioned or not mentioned in the state of play. There's a lot of like hidden stuff in there too that I got from the game. Make sure to go check out that. Uh, but these are just the parts about the open world uh, from my breakdown. So you may proceed. So we have the guiding winds, like a technique used by Jin to navigate the island of Tsushima. In gameplay, there are no waypoints, so the player can use the guiding wind by pressing right on the D-pad, and the wind will blow in the direction of the selected point of interest. So Jin can release a leaf into the wind, and the guiding wind will show you where you need to go. And as you travel to new locations, the name of the location is revealed, and once that location is revealed, you can fast travel, which I appreciate, but there are some games that I feel like fast travel is a necessity, like Fallout. 
Mm. And there's some games where fast travel was useless, like in Spider-Man. Precise. I was really about this. Yeah, okay. Spider-Man fast travel. If you use Spider-Man fast travel, like, I don't understand why you're playing Spider-Man at that point. I only did it for like, the trophy. There's a trophy for it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I know fast I, travel five times. I know I did it once, and I was like, why would that? Why? 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 It's it's part of the Spider-Man game is traversal. <laughs> like, what? Like, come on now you know um but but in a similar tone one well not in a similar tone one game that i do feel is definitely like you need fast travel is assassin's creed odyssey i've been playing that as you know um and i would recommend honestly if you're interested in this new like rpg-esque type of type of games that have been coming out from ubisoft under the assassin's creed banner i would say honestly it's probably too late to even get into odyssey at this point and I love Odyssey, but like that game is so ridiculously big, and they've already said that Valhalla is going to be a little bit bigger than Odyssey. I would honestly just say, guys, just just wait till Valhalla at this point, you know, um, because you need to synchronize at every single location you see and can, because it'll help you in long run, because you're going to want to be able to fast travel to different points in the map. Cause oh my god, bro, that map is ridiculous. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is just really dumb big, but um, it they have been talking about how like we're not really sure how big this open world is gonna be. I feel like Sucker Punch hasn't had any crazy big maps as far as I remember. You know, no. I I assume this will be their biggest one, but like I never felt that you know Second Son or Infamous Two or the first Infamous were anything like massive. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, Numeray. Yeah, Numeray was pretty condensed. Yeah, yeah. I even kind of felt that when I went back for the um, First Light expansion. Uh, when I played that, I was like, man, like, this city's honestly not that big. Which, like, it's not a bad thing. You know, it just, it just wasn't that big. Um, but, um,. I welcome fast travel, you know, and who knows how big this world, this map is going to be. Uh, we'll get actually the embargo lips, of course, on the 14th. So uh, let's see. So we may be able to cover some Metacritic stuff as well, I think. Maybe both Metacritic and First Impressions. Maybe those two will be the same episode, but I digress. Um, so I guess we'll hear from people that have played the game and have been reviewing it, you know, how big this map feels. Um, but, uh, yep, we'll have the guy, which by the way, the concept of the guiding wind is cool as fuck. Yeah. That's, that's really, really cool. That's like very immersive. Like, I feel like that was a really immersive decision. Definitely. And like the animation itself, like he's literally like lifting up a leaf and like it's, it goes into the wind and that's where it's, it's just cool as shit. Like that's cool as fuck, you know? Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Also, love naming locations. I hate when games don't really name locations. So, like, if you need to, like, reference something in a game to, like, a friend or whatever. Or, like, hey, you need to go here to this environment or whatever. Glad that we'll have all name named locations. Gotta love it. Um, yeah. Good stuff there. But another thing that you'll see in Ghost of Tsushima, in the open world, you know, are smoke and smokestacks. So, uh, this is a very short... I don't even know why I... I should have just put this in locations, but whatever. Smoke and smoke sacks. Um, smoke on the horizon leads you leads you to locations, which I think maybe might be the enemy camps that we've seen in the game. 
while smokestacks will lead you to from what the from what the say a play said was people that are in need so i'm thinking maybe these are side missions from the way they kind of phrased it you know yeah that's what i would expect kind of what i'm getting at here you know uh so any any thoughts on that you know honestly not really a lot there to really go off of to be completely honest with you you know it feels just, very it feels very cool like i don't know like heroic mm. it's like you see somebody that you need like like you know there's a fire going on because they're calling out to anybody right but and then you go you save you save them or whatever and then you write off it feels very cool like that's like that's a really cool concept that is a really good point too like the way you said like it feels heroic because like smoke is danger <laughs> you know so you go to the danger and you alleviate the situation right so yeah like it, right. yeah you're you're not as much like it's it's as much as fighting the mongols as it is is the protecting the people which i am i'm i'm curious to see like because something something i was thinking about is what is Jin's priority and how do you like do your choices like oh samurai or ghost do those influence like Jin's character at all like because sucker punch a lot of sucker punch's games in the last like decade have been choice oriented like it might not be like hard choices like l2 to bomb a building and r2 to go to a canned food drive like it's it might not be like heavy-handed choices as much as it is just soft decisions like what you do and how you do it and it's like Jin's perspective is my responsibility is to protect the people and my responsibility is to destroy my enemies l2 is the bomb a building r2 is the donate to a food drive like infamous 2 had stuff like that as oh yeah like uh, and like one of the first choices you make is like, am I really gonna blow up this gas line to destroy all of the like to destroy the militia there, while also blowing up the buildings of the people living there? <laughs> or which do you just like, or do you just go around? <laughs> which is like, why would anyone? I mean, that's just like a very clear like, do you want to be an asshole, <laughs> or like, you know, a courteous human being that's not blowing up a building for no particular reason yeah it's like some of the choices in infamous 2 were very heavy-handed but the game is amazing so that's uh, oh, i'll true. excuse that yeah no truly 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 but uh well yeah so i guess we'll be ch chasing the smoke in ghost of shishima but, but tell me a little bit more about what else is out there in terms of living things in ghost of shishima so like what's really cool is that like animals will be like essential like they're like they're integrated into the world like vicious animals have threat levels like similar to the awareness levels of enemies like we saw in last of us mm -hmm. birds will lead you to important destination and hidden locations while foxes will lead you to hidden shrines throughout the map and you can pet them fire 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 Look, I mean, if it's 2020 and your game doesn't have a feature to pet any type of animal, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a nice animal. Not like, you know, I don't want to pet a shark, if you will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like, um, wait, have I felt a shark? No, I have felt a dolphin. Dolphins feel weird, man. They're just dense. You know? It's weird. No, like I'm <laughs> telling you, bro. Like, there's like a lot 
of dolphin and a dolphin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, very compact. They're like firm. It's like holy shit. Like there's a lot. There's a lot, go- the there's a lot going on in this much. Dolphin. A lot. It's very intricate. You know. You know how like you will feel a human. Like, oh yeah, like this is like a squishy human. You know what I'm saying? Like, or this, this is, is like stuff, a buff like, human. Yeah, versus like a buff human. Exactly. Where it's like, damn, like it's a dense human being. You know. Maybe you Dolph- pet. Like maybe you touched a buff dolphin. Perhaps I. I think his name was Theodore. Actually, fun. Oh, that's not buff at all. Tell me anybody's ever met a buff Theodore. I think his name was Theodore. I swear. <sighs> Theodore the dolphin shot to him. But listen, I love this about the animals too. Um, this one, I've seen a lot of people feel like this is like a little bit on the realm of like kind of gimmicky, but I think it could work. I think I think this is gonna work. You know, what do you think? How do you feel about like? You know, following a bird uh, to important destinations or foxes that lead you to hidden shrines and birds that lead you to hidden locations and stuff like that. In concept, like on paper, this sounds really cool, like very, very immersive. Like it really puts you in the mindset of Jin's training. Mm -hmm. But for someone who has trouble following a GPS, like this sounds like miserable. Like, like, hey, do you mind like slowing down a little bit, bird? (laughs) Bird. I have lost, and then like, what ha- happens if like you lose them? Yeah, you it like gets like lost in the trees, or whatever, and you like lose sight of the bird. Like, does it come back? It's like, hey, idiot, <laughs> like back here. Hey, dummy, I'm like, over here. Yeah, like that kind of thing. It's like, do you mind? Like, do you mind like coming back for a minute to like show me where to go? Like, because I don't know. <laughs> chasing missions, like chasing anything that doesn't have a a marker on it. Unless it's, like, a very narrow, linear path, I have trouble with for some reason. I don't know why, but it's just, like, just, like, oh, like, playing tag as a kid? Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare. Nightmare. It's, like, like yo, where did you go? So, it's, like, <laughs> so, it's, like, okay. yeah, so, it's, like, okay. So, it's, like, you have to, like, pull some, like, like last of a strats where you, like, throw something so you think they're there and then you get them. <laughs> Kid has the listen mode on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Actually, I'm kind of the opposite. I feel like on paper this sounds like it's gonna be a bad idea, right? But when you actually put it in the, pri- I assume you know you know what? Maybe I'm being, maybe I'm giving sucker points too much benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I'm being a little bit too hopeful. Like what if this doesn't work out? You know, there, I'm like, sure there'll be accessibility. Oh, that's a good point too. Like a lot of what games. If are... all... Oh, oh go on. yeah, you could just do... if... enable it. Yeah. What if like by default they meant like, hey guys, like there's no waypoints or anything like that, or like or any, you like, can turn it you on. Know. But you can turn it on. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Because I like assume. it's it's very very limiting to people with limited vision. It's like impossible. Like it's like oh, you mean the small pixel? that I can hardly follow at all, like even right. a little bit, because it'll either be one of two things. If you have someone with limited vision, uh-huh. they will either look up a map, and it's like, these are where everything is, just go there, or they just won't do it. And that's very mm. limiting to people with those kinds of impairments. So I feel like there will be a waypoint, and if there's a, like, if, if there's like accessibility waypoints, and if there is, I'm probably gonna turn it on. 
Wow, that's a very good point that I feel that at least I didn't see anyone discuss that when this news came out about the no waypoints and everything and with like the birds and foxes and everything. But that makes a lot of sense, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like there has to be accessibility options for this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Good point. Good I'm point. just going to look up a map if there's not. Like I'm sure somebody will get it like day one. It's like, oh, here's everything. It's like, well, it's like hmm. okay, like I'll just go there. I wish the colors edition map had all of the like campsites and stuff like that and like side missions on it too but i doubt it right yeah it would it would be it's way too much of an advantage for people to it's almost like pay to win a single player game ah it's like oh it's like if you have enough money to shell out for this collector's edition here's all of our secrets go and it kind of ruins it so i feel i don't feel like it unless like it's like oh some secret ghost tactics where it's in like invisible ink and you need a black light <laughs> when the moon shines just right on this piece of cloth you can see everything on the map when the moon shines just right damn shout out shout, shout out to the to, moon one time yeah shout out to yeah shout out to the moon thanks <laughs> thanks big, Luna. big homie up there but um i'm excited to follow a fox you know what i'm saying i think i think they are gonna be really fun to follow you know what i'm saying just like see where see where the rat do they come from like the tree i don't know why i say the tree why not a tree you know one singular no. tree it's one singular fox tree that they're all going to retreat and come from you know what i'm saying um you, you cross the tree and it's just a horde like scattering to all the secrets it's like okay like fuck which one do i go to what if there's two foxes what do you, which one do you follow do you follow both do you follow one of them what if there's multiple birds why does the bird have a boston accent when i did the bird's accent why is he a boston bird these are the answers that we have to find you know they migrated they did migrate from boston <laughs> But as we said before, of course, the good old foxes, as of course, you can pet them, but you can also follow them to hidden shrines. I want to talk a little bit more about these shrines because there are a lot more to them than meets the eye, like a transformer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, The game's open world has parkour locations, hidden hidden destinations, scenic views, and attractions to pay respect and honor to throughout. Wow, that was horrible. And to honor throughout Ghost of Tsushima. But above all else... They have these shrines called Inari Shrines. Honoring these Inari Shrines will grant you progression to achieve a minor charm slot like we saw in say the play or just a regular charm slot as well. You'll find these charms uh, that are all different throughout the world that give you passive abilities and buffs as well as expanding the amount of charm slots you have by honoring Inari Shrines. So just, just to describe it, you will find charms in the open world, right? But you can uh you can get more charm slots to equip these charms onto Jin by honoring these by honoring these Inari shrines to get more charm slots that makes sense yes does that kind of check out okay cool all right a few examples of charms are the charm oh god here we go okay come on kev you got this two words two layers at a time okay few examples of charms are the charm of oak can oh, oh god oh okay oak un in ushi okaninushi okaninushi that sounds about right 
Charm of Okinanushi. <laughs> that slowly recovers health while out of combat. Charm of Toxic Demise allows wind chimes to release poison that kills enemies who pick them up. And Charm of Unseen Respite is a charm that allows for smoke bombs to restore 25% health. I like that last one. That last one sounds like it's going to be good because you get a little bit of health. You get to leave the area if you get too, you know, too many baddies are on you, you know. You can uh, leave the area with more health. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I think this system kind of sounds like the God of War system a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. You know? I don't think you... Wait, I'm trying to remember. You could expand how many charms you can have on your axe, right? It was upgraded with one of... Was it like Brock and Sindri upgraded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get you, more slots? Yeah, you, you could go to them and upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it looks like a similar fashion thing here. Um, anything here? Cop, cop the eye. Do you have any charm ideas that you want? You know, just just throw anything at me, Arachne. Uh, when when I read charms, I, I I don't know, like Final Fantasy is still on mine is like, I almost said materia. Mmm, it does kind of feel like materia. Yeah, definitely. It's like, uh, it's like, yo, can I like summon like fat chocobo real quick? <laughs> my favorite Ifrit. Ifrit is my favorite. I I used him a lot, but fat chocobo was assigned to Aerith, and we always keep Aerith in the party. Mm. Oh, did you see, complete side note, Owen is a fan of Aerith. The right decision. The right decision. Hey, I mean, you know, it's a decision. (laughs) Shout out Tiva forever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I sleep. Damn. Damn. (laughs) But speaking about our Final Fantasy girls, flowers, Mm. and more importantly, flower dies. Mm. Mm. So, as well as picking up bamboo and other resources, you can also pick up dye flowers that allow you to change the color of armor, which I think is super cool. A specific number of flowers wasn't specified in order to change the color of armor, but it seems like it may use a similar system as seen in Animal Crossing New Horizons, in which you trade a certain amount of customization (laughs) points depending on the item to change its color. Yo, Isabel. I want to change my armor color. How many bells? Like Tom Nook, what do I need to do? <laughs> Tom Nook, times are hard. Have you seen his economy? Can I get a discount? Can I get a discount? How many Nook Miles tickets do I have to give the Emperor to <laughs> change my armor? <laughs> give the Emperor. So, That's what it seems like, but yeah, I could, be conti- I could be entirely wrong on that point. But it. Look, like I'm, I'm gonna talk to the Mongols. We're gonna trade. I got Nook Miles tickets. Mm. Like, you got any flowers before we like duke it out? Like, I at least want to look cool. Factual, factual. I mean, the only reason why I included all that bit in the video that these notes are from is because, like, when you look in the gameplay, it just says flower on the ground when you're in the game scavenging for flowers right like it doesn't say like oh like blue flower or yellow flower or red flower right so i think it's like all right you can choose what color you want based off of i think how many flowers you have you know what i'm saying like that's why i think it's going from that point because on the open world they just they, they were just all flowers like that's all it said you know what i'm saying um and maybe like certain certain colors cost more flowers to make that color maybe you know like just to kind of have a little vi- have a little variety in that standpoint you know like i'm sh- like i'm sure like having like all gold armor 
would take like a ton of flowers to do. Right. You know. Um, but I'm of good. I mean, I'm of course gonna be rocking my blue and yellow. You know, maybe shades of black, maybe shades of gray. But your boy is gonna be blue and yellow out here. Do you know what? Do you know what vibe you're going with, Arachnite? Because I honestly put this story here just to talk about the aesthetic of our samurai slash ghost. You know what I'm saying? Um, that that's easy. Like it's either gonna be black and red or white and red. But there's gonna be red in there. You did say this, yes. Like you did say this. The whole like every game that I can, like any game that I can customize. Like, quick side note, in Last of Us, you can change the color of your HUD for color blindness, but I changed it to red. Wait, really? Yeah. I did you, not know you could do that. Wow. Yeah, I changed the HUD to red, and if you're low on something, it's purple. So I. Interesting. Yeah, I have a red HUD. Like, I, I always change everything to red. Like, my all of my equipment is red, my lights are red. Like,. Everything, everything that I use is black and red. So, that's it's fire. that's 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 easy. That's an easy choice. Like as soon that's as I can, the armor's change into black and red or white and red. That's man. That's fire. That's fire. That's fire. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said before, I'm gonna be rocking my blue and yellow. You know what I'm saying? I gotta do it to them. You know? Maybe, maybe, maybe some black. And maybe some grays to like, you know, for for like the like base colors, but the accent colors, you know, definitely blue and yellow, you know, um, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, I do hope that we can customize the like, what's it called? The, OK, I'm going to sound really stupid right now. The seat on the horse. The saddle. <laughs> saddle. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I get that horse car seat, please? Can I get a seat for my horse? <laughs> for my a seat for my steed? May I? May um, I please? I want to give Nobu some drip too, you know, because he yeah. uh, is not just any horse. Like it, Nobu is Jin's horse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do want to make sure that you know while I'm dripping, he can also drip with me. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. to back, homies. You know, fighting the Mongols. Yeah. Can I get like Minecraft horse armor on Nobu, please? <laughs> I'll take one minecart. Minecart. One mark. My, minecart. God, I can't. I, God damn. I honestly, I don't know what's going on. You know what? I know what's going on with me. Look, I've been sleeping for the past few days. I don't know what's Ooh. going on, man. I'll just not want to go to bed, and then I'll fall asleep at like three in the morning, and then wake up at eight still. Ugh. And it's like you. You're gonna need a little more sleep, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, beside the point, can't wait to pick up those flower dyes. But the last thing that I'm very interested interested to see if you will doing this because I think you are. I think I'm not sure. But the Japanese voice track and Samurai Cinema Mode, so you can play the game with Japanese voiceover with English subtitles as well as this other option called Samurai Cinema Mode, right? So you can play the game in black and white like a traditional samurai movie well it's like a little bit different than black and white it's more of like a black and white but like there's a little bit of like a gray scale yeah. to it if you know what i'm saying and there's like those the like film lines that are on a lot of old movies like i'm talking like old old movies like back in like you know the 40s and stuff like that how they had that those like 
those uh, uh, vertical lines that would move a little bit, you know, like I don't know what the term is, but like that that like film look. Um, it'll have that uh, it'll have that overlay that you can play the whole game uh, using that sim mode, um, <clears throat> as well as there is a photo mode, of course, to take pictures. You know what I'm saying? All that great stuff. And uh, I just want to know, like, do you think you'll use the Japanese voice track and the English subtitles or? What do you think? Um, like, I I always try to do my native language first. Like, I have no issue with subtitles. Like, I use subtitles on everything. Like, mm -hmm. even if it is in English, if there's an option for subtitles, they will be on. Yes. So. Yes. So it's like I I like I like to do my first playthrough in my native language. Like, I know games have options like that. Like, uh, Sekiro did, Shadow of the Tomb Raider did and uh, all that but it's like I, I appreciate knowing everything that's going on around me at least my first time but second playthrough I definitely will use the at least the Japanese voice track I'm not sure about the samurai cinema mode because stuff like that like filters and things like that give me a headache like if I'm mm. used to something being like oh this is like normal it looks fine like right. in Last of Us 2, there's the uh, colorblind thing, or like with limited vision, like, you know, it's, everything's gray, enemies are red, items are yellow, yeah. they're blue. That mm -hmm. gives me such a bad headache. I bet it would. I mean, I never tried it in Last of Us Part 2, you know, because I mean, like, I'm not colorblind, like, I don't, you know, and I wasn't going for the platinum, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I was just, you know, just playing it normal. Um, but. I, I gotta assume that like that would give you some sort of headache if you're not colorblind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Over a long period of time, I assume. But like I had to play the game like at least my like first time because my monitor is very dark. Even on highest like like gamma, it's still pretty dark. So it's like I right. can't see everything going on. So right. it's just right. like I'll turn it on just to make sure I got all the items and then leave. But, like, I had to play the game in bursts because after, like, two or three hours, like, my eyes would start straining. It's like, this is gross. <laughs> mm, so, um, I, don't, I don't think I'd use the cinema mode because I feel like it would also just make stealth harder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it would be... I mean, why I'm excited for this mode, right, is not for me, but it's for the homie Shuni Legend. On Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't wait for his gifts, bro. I he's been. Don't, yeah, I don't like him. What? Uh, sorry for cutting you off. But you continue. No, wait. Hold up. Pause. You, you don't like the homie Shuni Legend? Ab you don't like no. some of those gifts? I I appreciate all the work he does. Mm. I like. I understand. Or like, she, to be honest, the work they do. I don't know who this person is. Like whoever whoever they are, I like I yeah. appreciate the work they do. Like I understand why people could like it. It is not my cup of tea. It, it like it, the gifts give me like it's just it's very disorienting because oh okay I'm a lot sorry. of a lot of the movements is like oh this looks cool. It's just like the camera moving in ways that it doesn't it's not supposed to like the Spider Man gif at least one of them because I was like. Ugh. It just like it's hard to look at. Like I, I don't know. I like, I like my my eyes and brain don't like it. So it like makes me like, 
uncomfortable for lack of a better phrase like it is you know, it's disorienting honestly you're probably just a fucking hater if we can keep it real <laughs> damn <laughs> no i'm playing wow immediately oh, thrown out i'm thrown under the bus comments be nice i'm just playing calm down calm down um i just can't wait to see what people do with this mode you know what i'm saying um the people that are more creative than any of us you know especially me which is not hard to do uh but very very close up there. obviously you know as i do the uh stream series on the channel of course we are doing one doing one for ghost of tsushima i'll be doing my first playthrough i am gonna try and navigate this in the most balanced way in terms of my health <laughs> and streaming so i think i'm gonna if it's because i'm waiting to see how long this game is to beat right because if you have to do like a lot of side stuff to complete the golden path i'm gonna do i'm gonna do the side stuff off stream you know and then just come back on stream when i'm ready to do the golden path stuff you know what i'm saying right. so i'm gonna kind of be just having a nice balance there um but we'll see but you know while i do those stream series i love to do screenshots you know what i'm saying and uh sometimes i'll mess around with with the photo modeling games while i'm streaming but i typically don't like to do that just because it takes a lot of time for me to get like a really good angle and good shot you know what i'm saying for the most part and i don't want stream to just not be seeing the gameplay and just be watching me mess around in photo mode and stuff like that um but i do welcome it whenever it's in a game and uh it looks like we've seen plenty of screenshot moments in the gameplay already so i feel like there's gonna be plenty of those but uh we'll see about photo moments for sure uh, and in terms of, of course, the voice track, I want the same wavelength as you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to, you know, typically, I haven't jumped that hurdle of being able to listen to another language being spoken while reading the English subtitles. You know, because I am like you. I am a subtitle boy. You know what I'm saying? No matter what I'm watching, besides YouTube, I have subtitles on. Um, but, so, I'll probably not be using the Japanese voice track, even though it is a cool thing. It is dope as hell to have a full Japanese voice track for, of course, this game that's based off of, you know, Chinese history and different stuff. Sorry, not Japanese history, excuse me. Japanese history, you know what I'm saying? Uh, very, very cool stuff right there. But is there anything, is there anything else in the world that we didn't bring up that you thought about or know about that I forgot to include because I'm sure there's plenty of stuff. I can't wait for the parkour stuff too. Oh yeah, you know, that'll be fun. That looks cool. Also, wait, one thing I totally forgot to notice. I mean, for got to know. Um, do you recall the say the play where there was just some dude sitting by a tree, calling to Jin, and he like had a little chat with him or whatever? Do you remember that? Vaguely. Yeah, it was like super quick, but I was like, huh. I think the fox led him. I think the fox or the bird led him, led Jin to this man that was just chilling under a tree. I think that's was like maybe like one of like the side missions that you can get. But I thought that was interesting. I was like, huh? What are you doing, old man? It's like, what's, what's up? up? You know, was Bracken? Uh, I'm like, I, I know you can do stuff like that in Sekiro. Like, you, if you just go a specific path, you can talk to people that were affected by Dragon Rot or not. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, everything's great. Or I'm dying. Please stop dying. 
It's like, can you stop reviving yourself for like five minutes? And it's like, <laughs> I'm dying. Please stop. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like, sorry, ma'am. I'm bad at the game. I feel you. So feel it's you. uh, it, like I'm. Hopefully, there's like some little details because I know that like we touched on. It's like this is gonna be more expansive, both on a scope. And mm. in the in the minute details in the world, like it's not gonna be uh, almost kind of lifeless. Like some games have open worlds that shouldn't, and some games need open worlds that don't have it. And I hope that Ghost like is the open world that should have it and is implemented like to the best of its ability. Like that, it's like it makes you feel like you're part of a world, not. I'm the only being that doesn't have three lines of dialogue other than the side characters. Right, right. Like, right. L.A. Noir had, like, the city, like, the city of Los Angeles, but there was nothing to do. There was no point in an open world. But mm. this game, like, I hope there's, like, like, you can interact. Like, at least with, like, a, a decent handful of, like, situations. I know you can't do everything, or else we'd have a modern warfare-sized game. Yeah. So, like I like I just hope that they implement like it already sounds like it, but from what the things that we don't know, the things that I hope for, like I hope there's more of a natural implementation of the open world to f make it feel more immersive and natural. I see, I see, I see what you're saying. I pick up what you're putting down. I pick up what you're putting down. I have a feeling that like this is definitely gonna be like I don't I mean I don't know maybe I'm just super hopeful for this game but I don't imagine this game like having like a barren uh you know quote-unquote like lifeless open world you know what I'm saying yeah but who knows maybe you know there's people playing it you know the only thing that we have off of someone's impressions of it that he was definitely talking about the state of play but he but his like his his demeanor you know and the way he danced around it was like yeah i'm playing ghost of Tsushima, right but i can't talk about it yet but uh you know if you loved assassin's creed odyssey you know you're going to have a great time with ghost of Tsushima, you know and this dude loves assassin's creed odyssey i want to say who it is you know where where I heard this, but uh, it sounds like it's sounds like it's pretty good to at least that one person that I know is playing it. But I die. Gress. What if I just said I die? Bro, well, I die. And yeah, that's it. That's it. I die. Cut. Um. <laughs> Iraq Knight, where can the people find you? Uh, I am on the PlayStation Source Discord. The link is in the description. I'm under the same name. Uh, we mm. talk about all things PlayStation, video games, movies, nerd stuff, for lack of a better. I like to condense everything in one phrase. Um, I'm active there. We talk every day about just things we're interested in. Like It's a very open, welcoming community. We've had a few more members roll in, which I'm really happy to see. Uh, I am as well. I am as well. Get in here. Get, 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 get in here. It's hype. It's always hype. There are no there are no breaks on this train. Mm. No breaks on the train. No breaks. And uh, uh, of course, you're also on Twitter. 
I am on Twitter. I am uh, I am on Twitter at orly underscore Macias. Link in the description, or at least my at in the description. O r l y underscore m a c i a s. I talk about video games, comic books, uh, movies, stuff like that. Typically, typically Spider Man, Daredevil, a lot of that. So you can find me on there. I love seeing the, what the community posts, screenshots, things you guys are playing or discussing, retweeting, like all that cool stuff. Like I love seeing it. So uh, yeah, you can find me there. And yeah, that's about it for me. That works out. That works out. Of course, all those links are down below in the description for Arachnite's personal links as well as our Discord. Get in there. A lot of cool stuff going down there. You know, we just chilling, chatting, hanging out, cooling, booing, maxing, relaxing. You can also do those same things if you go on to the Discord link below in the description. As well as while you're down there, check out our Twitter as well down below at PSSourceViz if you want to follow us on Twitter. Um, I haven't seen that a lot of people that will just roll into streams and be like, man, I never got notified. Even though they hit the, even though they hit the notification bell on YouTube. Whenever I go live or wherever I post a video, I always tweet it out. I always put it on the Discord as well. So uh, if YouTube fails you on that alert system, I'm sure Twitter and Discord will, you know, be ample ways to be able to get you notified on new content or streams. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, definitely do that, all the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on there. Ring any notification bell we got to keep up with the latest and greatest in PlayStation and all things Ghost of Shishima. Like if you've enjoyed it as well as please subscribe to PlayStation Source to keep up with the latest and greatest in PlayStation. As well as down below, there's one more thing down there I forgot to say. Our anchor link if you want to listen to our long-form content and podcast format. That of course being Road to Part 2 as well as Road to Ghost of Shima. The day that, that, that this goes up, we will have already done the massive Last of Us Part 2 spoiler cast. It's uploaded enjoy it is with the homie Tajay as well I haven't even announced that yet I'm waiting to do it you know I'm waiting to drop that on Twitter I should I should probably do that soon I'll do it but beside the point make sure to check out that as well if you have already played the game once again it is for those that have beaten the story if you have not beaten it stay away you cannot blame us for spoiling you on a spoiler cast to the name so definitely when you're done with the game go check out that as well as if you have beaten the game and you are in the PlayStation Source Discord community or just you know on Twitter or whatever or if you're if you follow the channel and you have beaten the last was part 2 I'll be talking about it more on tomorrow's episode uh, on the spoiler cast which is already uploaded re recording and publishing dates uh, that whatever uh we are doing a community review so let me know how you feel about the game written video format audio format whatever format you want to get it to me get it in you have a week to do it I didn't tell Arachnet this yet <laughs> but we're gonna do it we're gonna do a community review I think it's a good way to get you know a lot of different people's opinions on the game yeah um, and maybe we'll do the same thing for Ghost of, Sh Ghost of Shishima as well we probably will um, but let me know how, how you feel about the game send it to me somehow you know DM me on Twitter put it in discord whatever you know just get with me and I'll find a way to retrieve your review Probably the most efficient way is probably written, but whatever you want to do, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to go over it as two hosts of Road to Part 2. We're going to, uh, you know, take your criticisms and uh, take your reviews and have them read aloud to the people. You know what I'm saying? You obviously. So it'll be cool. And then the week after that, 
we're doing the bets. Ooh. We gotta do the bets. I did. Oh, with the with the help of Owen Arachnite, I did find our bets episode. It's been it's been found. Oh boy. We're good. I'm gonna go through that thing. You know, see what we answered. Hopefully, we can get Starks in that one too, because I have a bet list with Starks as well. And people are buying games for people, y'all. Is that like? I'll buy, I'll buy you. I'll buy you Ghost, but I'm not buying you Avengers. <laughs> we will see when that all comes down. But thank you all for watching Road to Ghost of Tsushima, the weekly podcast leading up to Ghost of Tsushima about any and all things Ghost of Tsushima. Once again, rate us on podcast services. Like, like the video if you enjoyed it, as well as stay subscribed to places and stores to keep up with the latest and greatest implementation. Thank you for watching, and as always. Greatness awaits. awaits. I, I was trying to do the Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I thought you were doing the Final Fantasy like victory <laughs> battle too. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>